All right, I'm here with Mr. Bill Majeski, the operations coordinator here at Old Bridge Ice Arena in New Jersey. What's going on, Bill? Uh, nothing much. Last night. Yeah, last night I opened hockey, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Like, for me, very new player, host of this podcast, but finally getting to get out on the ice in a situation where guys are playing pretty competitively. And you do such an awesome job getting the ice ready after the public skate with the Zamboni. So when do you think the open hockey sessions are going to pick back up now that they're kind of coming to a conclusion here at the end of March? Um, probably early October. Uh, we'll get the guys out here again. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, that should be good. Well, it's been a pleasure skating on your rink, and I look forward to seeing you next season. Yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. We had a blast. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, okay, Bill. Okay, take it easy. Cheers. All right. As I walk over to the Zamboni, you can hear the motor running right now. Welcome back to Fly Penguins Fly, episode 66. I'm your host, Ashley Taylor, not Jeff Taylor. My husband, Jeff, is a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and because I let him, he created this Penguins podcast, Fly Penguins Fly, for Penguins fans and hockey fans around the world. Throw us a follow on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly and on Twitter at PensPod. Today's date is Saturday, March 26th, and last night your Penguins had their behinds handed to them at Madison Square Garden by the New York Rangers. I know, it was painful. Okay, listen, I am not a sports expert. I might have grown up watching football, go Giants, I played a little soccer in grade school and college, I wasn't any good, and I really only got sucked into hockey a few years ago when Jeff started watching the Penguins. You know, having something like Crosby to look at helped, so I paid attention. Um, but again, I'm not an expert, and uh, even I know that last night's game was was bad. Like, really bad. As Josh Yowie put it in, in his recap of last night, it was ugly hockey. Like I said, I'm not an expert, but the plays were sloppy, and everyone seemed distracted. Uh, it didn't help that Malkin was out due to a non-COVID illness uh, that no one knew about until the late afternoon when the bus left the hotel. Um, I'm sorry, but what? Like, how could you not tell anybody? Uh, but, you know, the Rangers had scored three goals before five minutes had passed in the first period. Tristan Jari was pulled from the game after allowing four goals. I would have pulled him sooner, but... I am often told by Jeff that's not how it works. Um, and then, after entering the game and making a few solid saves, Casey DeSmith was run into by his own teammate, Mr. Brian Dumoulin. It, it wasn't like the worst of collisions, but it knocked DeSmith into the side of the goal and he was a hurtin'. You know, not a good thing at any time, but especially not good heading down the final stretch of the season. So Jari was forced to come back into the game in relief of his relief, and although the Penguins didn't really ever find their feet in the game, 35 was practically unbeatable. I, I mean, he did let in one more goal late in the third, but, you know, he made some pretty good saves. All in all, the Pens played like a bunch of ninnies. Sullivan was not happy, his brow was furled and his arms were crossed, and I think that I can speak for everyone when I say, let's all hope that what we witnessed last night never happens again. So the moment you've all been waiting for, uh, some sort of an explanation of why I am hosting today's podcast and not Jeff. 
Well, last night was the final week for the fall and winter season of the Friday night open hockey sessions that Jeff has been playing in. And of course, all his beer league teammates were there, including Nick, Pete, and Sal. Since they're all Rangers fans, it was kind of the perfect moment to get those guys on the podcast and analyze last night's Penguins loss to the Blue Shirts. So here they are in the parking lot behind the local rink, like a bunch of vagrants. Enjoy. All right, here's the situation. You got my wife, Ashley, is hosting the podcast. Baby, thank you so much for doing it. As listeners of the podcast will know, this has been a heck of a week work-wise, making a record with my good friend Paul in Brooklyn every single day uh, at an undisclosed location, a secret hockey rink slash rock and roll factory. But where I am talking to you right now from, and this is why Ashley has to host the podcast today, even though she's aces at it. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Is because I am in the back parking lot of the last night of the season, of the fall-winter season of open hockey at Old Bridge Ice Arena with none other than Nick Spagnolo and Pete Randazzo, my line mates, my good friends, and die-hard, ride-or-die Rangers fans, the team that shellacked the Penguins tonight at the world's <laughs> most famous arena. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? First, let me just introduce uh, Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. And Pete, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well, Jeff. You're doing a hell of a job here. We all love it. Oh, oh the yeah, podcast? Awesome. Absolutely. Thanks. It's good stuff. I'm like slurring my speech because I'm tired as heck from working all day. You guys work a lot of the days that we play hockey. I feel like you guys have put in a full day and then you come and suit up. Would, would that be accurate? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm, you know, freaking, I mean, me and Peter are both in like the same company. So like, you know, yeah. he runs around. He's always going on jobs. Me, I'm bending conduit and I'm always slinging stuff like Lifting things almost like a, a machine, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah, you get up for the games uh, when it's time to play, so, yeah. you, you know, you, you did it tonight. You had a busy day and you played, so yeah. played very it was fun. Well. He, scored that fucking, he scored a nice little rip on that side. Yeah. Oh, man, you coming saw that? Yeah, it's coming along. along, Jeff. It's coming yeah, along. Man. Yeah, so, I mean, look, we'll t- we, I want to talk a little bit more about our own hockey, but let me just say this. Last time the Penguins and Rangers met up was in Pittsburgh. I was there, couldn't afford... The New York City, whenever they go on the road prices oh to the God. game, mm-hmm. but I absolutely happily sat at Fathead's Brewing Company on Carson Street in, you know, the south side of Pittsburgh. I know I'm probably saying the name of the neighborhood wrong. Sorry, uh, you uh, Yinzers out there. <laughs> but, you know, one nothing. It was a tightly contested was, game. That game. That game alone was, like, very, very well contested. I mean, like... Considering that, like, Malkin scored the only goal in the game and, like, the whole game was just – it was a little chippy, too. Like, Miller and uh, Crosby got into it a little bit. Even t- today, like, like, it carried over to today. Like, oh. I forgot who Crosby bumped into, but then Keandre came over and gave him a little tap and then Rust came in and it was just, like – there's a whole little, like, stick taps left and right. Gensel I like hearing in. that Rusty stuck up for the captain, though. Yeah, yeah I don't think tonight's game was – was anything that to, to be worried about as a Penguins fan? Oh, 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 oh. Because, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. no. My listeners want you guys to tear into the Pens. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that one nothing game is more likely what we're gonna see yeah, probably on Tuesday, and, and and on Tuesday next. I, I, I do agree. I think it's. I thought today was gonna be a range. My prediction that I didn't want to put publicly because you know I try to like yeah. just let the game play out. I'm not in control of the game. Right. Was that the Penguins were gonna lose to the Rangers, but it was gonna be another tight game. Yeah, no, definitely. Jeff, I thought that too. The Rangers went up 3 nothing. I was panicking. Yeah. Because I figured they were going to just disappear, just like they did against Jersey the night before. Yeah. Thankfully, they didn't it, for me, but... It was a very similar feel, too, because, like, the, like the, 
the Rangers jumped up 2 nothing on Jersey, and then we were like, all right, we're in cruise control. And then just, Jersey came in the second. And just, they disappeared. Came in and started shooting the lights out. It was like one after the other after the other. So I was like pretty much on the edge of that too. I was like, and, I, and I texted Pete shortly. I, I love the moments when we're all texting on the group yeah, chat. Yeah, I love that. Knowing that we're all about to saddle up in our cars and head down to Old Bridge. Um, <laughs> but I was texting with Pete saying this. I agree with you. You said something about the going up three goals scaring you because of what had happened in New Jersey. However, I've got sort of an age-old idea. When the Penguins go up and it's three, it's not one. It's not when you go up two. Two goals I love, actually, and the first period I love a two-goal lead. That shows you came out of the gate swinging. You go up three, that scares the crap out of me Mm -hmm. because then I think inevitably my team is going to sit back on its heels and start twiddling its thumbs and playing Wordle or whatever. They take the foot off the gas. They take the foot off the gas on that. And what did you say, Pete, when I said, I think the game for the – it's just like late second period. I was like – or early third. I was like, the Rangers just need to have good puck management, and you said – I said they need to keep their foot on the pedal. And I think you're absolutely right. I was biased, probably subconsciously. I just wanted them to ease up so the Penguins could score. I've never seen so many turnovers in the game against Jersey that that's not their team. Typically, like I said earlier, they're a team that is slow starting, and then they come back. And now the last couple of games, they're starting like crazy out of the gate. We're not used to that. Yeah. And... Uh, they, but it's I, a good vibe for down the stretch. Right. The um, Gerard Gallant said that they looked uh, like they had like a mental, like it was slow mentally. They were, they were last exhausted game. mentally. Right. So Gerard Gallant looks like he's angry mentally. Yeah, you, you, I was you, saying, you, even with his team up 4 0, he looked to, like he was about to pull a welded manhole cover out of the street and throw it like you Thor. To like the guy he, in the post game, he's the sweetest guy in the world. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt. I have no but doubt. But you know, he was always competitive because like, even when he played on the, the Red Wings and on the Lightning when he was a player. Gallant. Yes. He was just a, t- the ultimate competitor. Like, you know. He's got the crazy eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 110%. Well, I, look, I He's going to suit up Tuesday, I guarantee you. <laughs> I said every team's due for a, a, a stinker, right, in this division. That's, that's what we all agreed to that, right? Because this is. That's the- right. And tonight was the Penguins. Sort of a nightmarish night, I think, to say nothing of the fact that as a trooper drives by the uh, parking lot where we're sort of loitering here as a bunch of fully grown men. Um, <laughs> but you know what? There is something about finishing up open hockey here. And, you know, the guy, the sort of operations coordinator over there, Bill, who we spoke to a moment ago, shuts things down, you know, turns off the Zamboni, leaves a clean sheet of ice, hits the lights. And then we're out here with these amber streetlights flickering. It's like there's something about the chill air. Even here late in the spring, it's like it reminds me of something that I actually never really got to taste in high school. I never made a varsity anything. I did get to do the track team because they didn't really cut anybody from track. They needed people for all these events. But I got to play JV basketball. I'm not going to go into it, but like I kind of think the fact that my father died around that time is why they put me on the squad. Doesn't matter. Had a freaking blast. Enjoyed every minute of it. But to get to do this with you guys, as I now diverge from the topic of Penguins Rangers, yeah. is like, you know, to get to do this with you guys is nothing short of a bucket list thing that wasn't even a list thing. I couldn't even <laughs> have imagined it. But we trained jiu-jitsu together, Nick. Yeah. And you would occasionally allude to your hockey playing. I'd oh, find yeah. out from our professor who was an old schoolmate of yours as well, who I call professor. But, you know, it's um, it's nothing short of, of an absolute joy to do this with you guys. And now whatever happened tonight, 5-1, New York Rangers win. Tell me the name of the guy, Rosen. 
Sam Rosen. Sam Rosen is like I love uh, Sam he, Rosen, the guy who a, calls a, the games on television. He is a broadcasting legend. Like he is awesome. And like Pete and I like grew up listening to like him and uh, John Davidson, who's now current president of the Blue Jackets. And yeah. uh it, it is just a uh, like that it's surreal cuz now like John Davidson is pretty much you know, president of operations of the Columbus Blue Jackets and Sam Rosen stayed and like, you know, like Sam Rosen is just a, a fixture in New York. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it's just wild. It's surreal to like hear him after all this time. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, who's, I, I can't remember. Oh, oh Stan Fischler. He's a big one, right? In the like, New York, well, then, New Jersey But then area. like, you know, also like the, the Penguins, uh, play by play guy. Um, what's his name? Mike, Mike Lang. Yes. He Mike starts Lang. this podcast. Every podcast that starts with awesome. a Mike Lang call. Speaking of which, Michael, though, speaking Michael of, Motorcycle. Oh, my it. God. I just want to see. Or what's the one? Ah, oh, never teach a pig to sing. Sidney Crosby from the... Speaking of legends, <laughs> drum roll and epic music. In our presence, in our midst, from the ranks of our open hockey sessions and our future beer league team, and founder and proprietor of the Little Cupcake Shop, all over the New York area, my favorite location being in Soho, Sal Lobulio. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> How about some red velvet cheesecake? Yes. Sal, I mean, your thoughts on where the Rangers are at and what you've seen about the Penguins heading down the stretch. Uh, the thoughts are for the Rangers, a well-built team. Uh, coaching is very well. Back office is good thought out. They're thinking about the moves, the right moves to make. Although they have a young team, I think, unfortunately, they're not going to make it past the first round just because Jorgev should have been replaced. Not that he's a bad West for me. bad co- goalie, but he's a great person. Uh, I don't think he's made for playoff hockey. Also, a lot of these kids, young kids, don't have playoff experience. Well, we've seen a guy who's become established as a starting goaltender for the Penguins, Tristan Jari, Implode in the playoffs, regardless of making all-star a couple times in a row now, what have you. My question for you is, look back to the Penguins' back-to-back cup wins, and we've got this young, unknown, Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins goaltender in number 30, Matt Murray, who, shortly after Gensel comes up, becomes a mainstay for the Penguins. Unexpectedly and inexplicably leads the Pens to not one, but two Stanley Cups. My question to you is, especially after some of the abuse that, how do you say, I always say it wrong, not Georgie, 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 they called. Georgie. Could he possibly bloom? I'm going to, I'm just going to, devil's advocate here. I don't like to say the word devils in this podcast. (laughs) Devil's advocate though, just a challenge. You know, Shesterkin, obviously we hope that he just rides, rides high and, and, and large. But what if you need, Georgie in the playoffs. You don't. You don't think there's what you think there's a chance he could sort of bloom. No. Well, the reason why is that is that it's because playoffs, as anybody knows that plays hockey, different it's gear. a different whole league. It's a whole new league. Yeah. It's a nitty gritty, rough. Everybody's being bagged around. The refs are not calling as many there's plays. There's no space at all. There's no. There's no margin for error. It's all a chip and goal, a scrappy yes. goal league. Yorgiv is not built for that. He's not strong enough. Shesterkin is great, but even him needs help. I tell, he needs help, or maybe he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, look, this is a guy we're talking about, and I and I I like the skepticism because, like you say, anybody who's around the game of hockey, I'm starting to get the. The feel of the changing of the ice over the course of a game, how tired you get. Now, we're not on the level of those guys. I can't relate physically to their experience. But 
mentally, we, we, we are. mentally yeah, yeah. We, we, we watch the game too and we really know what the NHL is about because we, we all happen to also follow the, the league. And I, and I do agree. I think it is a completely different game, clearly, because, again, Tristan Jari, all-star, bop, implodes. I mean, like, if Casey DeSmith hadn't been injured, maybe he would have become the next Matt Murray. We'll never know. He came back, and he looked pretty yeah, damn he, good. He oh, in this game. This I'm game talking about uh, 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 Jari implodes in the playoffs against, against the Islanders. A lot of people feel that the Penguins dominated that playoff series, and it was just, hor- you know, I want to say horrible goaltending, yeah. but... Jari just couldn't hang. Kind of like you said, Sal. I really agree with you there. I'm, I said a devil's advocate challenged you, but I agree with you. Yeah. Is where I'm going. Don't count out Washington. Don't count out That's right. Calgary. Oh, or Carolina. Uh, Carolina's another team. But you know what? Washington and the Islanders, don't count them out. Islanders are built for playoff hockey. The Islanders? Uh, yes. You they're, think? They're, they, they're are they that close in the standings still? They're not close, but yeah, they're, they're, a team, they're a team that could sneak up on other teams. And they could definitely play spoiler. They definitely have the experience. They know there's a lot of guys on that team that have been in, the, in these situations before. Well, listen, guys. What an honor it is to have you guys, you ride-or-die Rangers fans, but also, more importantly, hockey minds that are teaching <laughs> me the game on the ice. I think just about all of us scored tonight. We all scored. Did we all? <laughs> Wait, I thought you scored at the very beginning. I to get people to play yeah. with us. He was doing business. Oh, that's right. Sal, Sal was going around the ice with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Scouting. Sal was being Glenn Sadie. He had the cigar and everything. Fantastic. But listen, I love you guys. Open hockey's over for the season, but fingers crossed. More info from our podcast listeners about what I, we hope is going to be our beer league team. But we're not going to tip our hand on that just yet. We want it to go right. So, okay. Wrapping this up. Sending it back to Ashley. Thanks, guys. Anytime. And that'll wrap things up for me here on the podcast. Throw us a follow on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly and on Twitter at PensPod. And remember, if you've got a friend who needs to know about this podcast, please tell them about it. The more black and gold in the house, the better. All right, Penguins fans, this has been a morning after edition of Fly Penguins Fly. Tune in Sunday afternoon as we resume game day operations when the Pens welcome the Detroit Red Wings to PPG Paints Arena for the third of four matchups between those two clubs. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. It was a pleasure to be here. And of course, let's go Pens!